It's Thursday night and the beards are back. Welcome everybody to this week's edition of Big Blue Beards. I am Sergeant Mayhem with the bad internet connection. <laughs> with me as usual is Monty and Big Smooth is back. What's up? What's going How are we on, doing? fellas? How's the week? What's going on, guys? Got the crew back together. That's right. The band, the, the is, band back is back together. That's right. So that's how old that's how you know since you missed last week's yeah. Smooth since you missed last week. We have the same with the same uh, sayings. I know. <laughs> I know. The band yeah, seriously. <laughs> it's all the same reference points. So that's right. Smooth, since you missed last week, we're gonna jump right in and get you caught up on our free agency frenzy. What are your thoughts about um the Giants pickups over the course of the uh, free agency, man. Um, we got a linebacker. We got a bunch of re-signings. We got wide receivers. We traded for a tight end. So give us your thoughts, man. What, what's going on? Yeah, I think it really shows that uh, Joe Shane and, and Dave's are, uh, are sticking true to the kind of the mantra, right? The culture that they're creating, tough, dependable, reliable. Um, because there aren't really any big time splashes that they're, they're making, um, mm -hmm. the, the linebacker whose name I'll probably butcher, um, Okari, something right. Okay. 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 I'll get that right. Um, I, I, again, I love him. I think it's a great, I think it's a great pickup. I don't think it's a, I think it's an under the radar, you know, he's, he got paid, we got paid. We need it. You know, like there's no. There's no, uh, I don't think there's a there's a person on alive that's a fan that or even a someone that doesn't like the Giants that doesn't think we need linebackers. So definitely love that. Um, the trade for Waller was was surprising, but I also don't. I loved it because you know I think didn't they turn his salary into like a signing bonus already and restructured it so mm -hmm. that it's it, you know he, they yep. essentially don't owe him a ton of money. It's a it's a really kind of win-win situation for them. Uh, he's under contract, but if it doesn't work out, you know, they're not really losing much. There's a, a third-round pick. I just, you know, I, I think it's great. I think it's great upside. I think he can really stretch the field in a way that we haven't had a tight end like that in a long time. Um, and right. so that that really excites me. And then I also feel like some of the wide receivers, I know it's, they're, they seem similar, right? But I also feel like it seemed like we had a lot of drop passes in important situations last year at the beginning of the year before they started rolling. And again, just getting really tough, dependable, like slot receivers, not anything flashy guys that really can kind of move, can play multiple positions. You can, you can put them out of the backfield. You can run, you know, jet sweeps. You can, they can probably be in the kick game. I think it's, I think, I think he's done. Okay. I'm not, you know, blown away by it, but, I, I look at it like this. This is the perfect free agency in 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 trading in uh, in trades for like football junkie like coaches like coaching guys. Like if you're a, if you're like a, a football junkie, you love these signings because they're guys that you can win with. They're guys that you know are gonna you know fit well with the team. They're not gonna cause a lot of problems. They're they're team guys, right? If mm -hmm. you're a stats guy, if you're a fantasy football guy, these guys are terrible. Like. You know, Paris Campbell is not going to fucking be your, you know, second round pick in your fantasy draft. That's just not going to happen. Um, but, you know, he's probably going to win some games for the Giants if he stays healthy. 
I, I think mm -hmm. it, I think he did. I think they've done a good job so far. So that's my take. Nothing earth shattering, but I love it because <laughs> we're the Giants, man. Like if we draft an exciting player, that's what we do. We really rarely kind of make that huge free agency, you know, flashy move. And when we do, it usually doesn't work out. So mm -hmm. we're usually yeah. overspending. Yeah, and I, I think, think the, this. No, I, was saying, I feel like the only the only like huge free agent that we that we took different time was Plaxico. Like that really helped obviously a team that was on the verge of being a Super Bowl contender and it, you know, eventually pushed them over the edge. I think that mm -hmm. was what Eli needed, right? I don't think they've done that yet with Daniel Jones because we just haven't done it. But different different era though. You know, a, a mixture of, of of good wide receivers can really help the continuity of the team. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the thing with this for agency and you brought up a good point is like it, it we it might have been boring in some senses, but every single one of these moves, I don't think there's a move that we'd look back on and be like, wow, that was a terrible job. That was a terrible move. We really regret that offseason or that sure. like free agent move because there's really not any risk with these guys. Like exactly. totally flames out and you lose the hundredth pick. Like that's worst case scenario. I mean, you completely like his contract is up. Like you can, he has no, he got brought in with no guaranteed money. The only guaranteed money he has is money. We're going to have to pay him this year anyway. And we just moved down the line. So yeah, I mean, I, I'm a big fan and like Okereke is only getting better. Um, and he's already a good football player. Oh right, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I think it was a good, I think it was a good move. Even if it wasn't the flashiest of off seasons. And, and before yeah, we, we get into you, like the, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm buttoning so, in so, again. No, no, no. I want to circle back to one more thing because I used to be a coach, right? I, I used to be a player, but like coaching is is something that like when you have a player that you see has a lot of potential, but they haven't like they haven't um, you know, unleashed it yet, and you feel like you can you see things in that player that there's like like Monty said, there's really no risk, right? I think mm -hmm. that's the thing, like. Joe Shane is like, listen, we're going to sign a bunch of these guys who Dayball can put in his system, that Kafka can put in his system to to shine and really kind of see what they can get out of them. And I think that is exciting. And it also kind of keeps building on the culture of winning and coming to the Giants now is like a is like a thing where it's like, OK, we're we're coming to a team that is on the ascension versus a team that we're trying to like, yeah, they're OK. They're paying me money. I'm a football player like this team is on the verge of doing something special. Um, and I think we, I think adding more talent that is, that is also on the rise is kind of where you want to go. Everyone's young. We didn't, we really didn't, I mean, I think Jameson Grotter is probably the oldest one out of the group. Um, but he's also got a really big, uh, familiarity with, with Daniel Jones. So yeah, I, I like, I like all the moves. Can't, can't, can't go back and go, oh man, I wish we didn't sign Jeff Smith from, from the Jets. Like That's a real no one's going to fucking care. You know what I mean? Like that is not a real name. I stand by that. That's a that's a I'm hotel Jeff. alias. That is a hotel alias. My name alias. is Jeff. My name is Jeff. That's a telemarketer name if I've ever heard one. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jeff Smith, and I'm here to talk to you about my pillow. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I just like don't think it'll be an issue. Like, who are we gonna get upset about signing Jameson Crowder? I mean. Half the people yeah. in the stands before a game are drinking Jameson. They're gonna love him. Be like, oh, Jamo! Like, what the fuck? Yeah, and that's I mean that's we're at the point where we're just getting mad about like vet minimum contracts. It's it's we're we're filling in depth for Angie. Joe Shane's sticking to his word where it's 
hey, we're going to build this thing to the draft. And because you're not going to find the often, you do occasionally, you're not going to find these great players that people are letting go for no reason. And then when they do, you have to overpay them. So, yeah, it was a deep free agency uh, for linebacker. And that's one position that you can tend to get in free agency because it's, you know, a less valuable position, quote unquote. So they went and got it and didn't pay a ton. But, you know, with a position like wide receiver, that's going to come to the draft or a trade. And, you know, we got Waller through a trade. So, yeah, I think we'll, I think we're going to draft these guys, kind of just how he said. Yeah. No, exactly. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. We talked a lot too about the, the way the contracts were structured, how a lot of them, uh, a lot of these guys, and everybody's talking about, oh, well, this guy has, is injury prone and that guy's injury prone. But the way their contracts are structured is that the team itself is protected with these like, you've got a base salary and you get these in-game bonuses. So these guys are making more money as long as they're staying on the field and staying healthy, Mm -hmm. Um, which if they're on the field and they're healthy and they're being productive, that's great. Yes, definitely pay them what they're worth, but the team is not going to be cap strapped, you know, for the next four or five years because we overpaid a bunch of, you know, we paid mid-tier players like, you know, upper echelon players and yep. the way Dave Gettleman would, you know? Yep. So, so Joe Shane and, and Brandon Brown and uh, Kevin Abrams really kind of structured these contracts in a really, really smart way. So we were, we were kind of excited about that too. Yeah. So you don't have to, you know, when you find those good free agents, you don't have to let them go because you paid a bunch of bumps. So, right. Um, exactly. But, bumps. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not not so, calling out any names, Mister Benny Jolliday. <laughs> rhymes um, with Benny Holiday. Yeah. Um. Anyway, <laughs> so speaking of building through the draft, you know, we were talking. We got a couple people in here, and we would love to have you guys input on this. We we are going to bring up. I will go ahead and present it. We will. We are going to do a mock draft together big blue beards mock draft and we're going to go through seven rounds and we're just kind of you know i got the pff subscription here so we can click and kind of look at these guys more and get some more information so if you guys have anybody you want in each round shout them out we'll look at them more and we'll try to kind of go through these together and try to try to build a team uh so you guys ready to dive in yeah how fast are you gonna yeah, man, go? let's we're gonna do it clock for a while yeah, we can get on the clock as long as we want. So let's just let's just roll. Let's just roll, and we can move as quickly or as slowly as we need to. So, all right. Oh, so we got lucky. Um, couple of really good players. I don't. I know. I thought this might be a tough decision. Sometimes you come here and you don't see um, any of these top defenders or wide receivers available. Sometimes you're stuck mm-hmm. here picking between a guy like. I mean, I don't. Th- I'm not going to make a big case for him here, but I'll just mention it. A lot of times, when those all those top cornerbacks and wide receivers and even defensive linemen are gone, I go to a guy, Emmanuel Forbes here. Um, I don't mm-hmm. think that's what we'll do in this case, but I'll just make the case for him anyway. You know, he is a guy who's 170 pounds, so that's really small for a corner. It's pretty much unheard of, but he has the most pick sixes in college football history. He is yep. a total ball a hawk. Yeah, yep. four, 
14 yeah. interceptions throughout his career. Um, even in, in people say he's a zone coverage guy, and he did play a lot of zone. He played about 66% of his snaps or a zone at, at uh, Mississippi State. But when he was in man coverage, he only let up 20% of uh, passes. So I think he's a guy who could hold up there. Um, we haven't really had a ball hawk. One thing I thought was interesting is that he, uh, he I just you know throw it out, we have a lot of skinny – wide receivers in this division. You kind of think about mm-hmm. people you're playing against. You got Devontae Smith, who he matches up size-wise really well. Terry McLaren's a smaller guy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, CeeDee Lamb's a very thin dude. So, you know, something to think about when you're drafting within your division. But with that said, we got some interesting names here. I know a big fan here by a lot of people is Jordan Addison. Um, you got... How are you guys feeling about Jordan Addison? Is that someone you guys are interested in? I I like him. If he's – I hate to say this, but if he's the only one there as a wide receiver, I feel like if there's – because we've signed a few guys in, in free agency already, Jeff Smith comes to mind. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> I, I really don't think I want Jordan Addison. Um <laughs> I'm not going to be mad if they pick him, but to your point, like, you know, uh, I just, again, like, and Sal's in the chat saying Addison, (laughs) hey, listen, Sal, take it easy. (laughs) Um, I think he's, I think he's, I think think Sal was on a porn site and he really meant to say Madison, but that's okay. Um, (laughs) No, I, I, my analysis of him is it's pretty much the same thing that, um, you were talking about with with Emmanuel Forbes, like he's tiny, like he's. Mm-hmm. It, it, I, how many small wide receivers are we gonna throw out there? Um, I think if we're if we're, we're nitpicking one thing, it's like, <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> um, you know, like I feel like I feel I feel like with um, with our wide receivers right now, like is Isaiah Hodgins really gonna be the only big body wide receiver? Like, is he the only guy that's gonna have any type of size? Um yeah, between him and Waller. I, I guess I him and Waller, I mean Slayton's kind of a big guy, but he's more of a burner. He's not like going up mm-hmm. and getting, you know, possession receivers. No one's gonna confuse him with a Monty Tumor. Um I'm just saying, like, I I, I don't like it. I'm not upset if because I think he's a high end number two. I don't think he's a true number one. Yeah. No, I hear that's where you're thoughts. coming from. I think so. I I know I feel similar to you with it with the wide receivers in general, but that's kind of like where I come with like a Zay Flowers, who is you know historically short arms and he's a five mm-hmm. nine guy. You know, fall, falls more in the mold of uh you know Wandale. He's a little bigger than Wandale. Addison, in my opinion, as a five eleven, he's you know he's over thirty inch arms. He definitely fits more. I see him more as a, a Calvin Ridley type receiver. I don't see him as much as that pure slot guy. I do agree that I think there's a good chance, as it says here, his role, a high-end number two. Definitely could see that. Um, which, But I also think he's one of the guys that where if he's your number one, you're not mad about him being your number one, but you are always kind of have yeah. your eye at the draft. Like, hey, if there's somebody falls that we can get a true alpha, we still want that. But it doesn't mean that, mm-hmm. like, I'm not happy with this guy. Like he's producing thousand yard seasons type of thing. I think as a once that's, I think, so for me, I really like wide receivers like Jordan Addison. I'm also a big fan of Jack Smith Jigba. To me, I think the wide receivers that translate best are the ones who are great route runners and are technicians. I don't, I don't necessarily yeah, like, I agree. The, uh, 
Yeah, I don't necessarily like the guys who are just like, you know, give them the ball in space and let them work. I'm like, no, I want the guys who just, you know, sell their routes extremely well, very good footwork. And, you know, I'm not even worried about their athleticism. They're just like absolute uh, great wide receivers. I feel like those ones are the ones who translate. So, yeah, I, you know, I'm a fan of Addison personally. I think he was, as it shows here, he's even better when he was at Pitt. But we have some other yeah. guys here on the board um, we can look at. We're going to look at as well. But what do you have any thoughts before we move on to look at the other guys, Arch? No, let's let's move on. I mean, you guys have kind of pretty much said everything there is to say about Jordan Addison. Um, so before before we decide on our pick here, adding another guy, the one thing you can you kind of talk me into and made me think about Addison a little more is in, with him and guys like Jackson Smith and Jigba, like they've played with mobile quarterbacks in college, and their ability mm-hmm. to kind of kind of break off the route and help their quarterback yeah. is a little bit know what, is, how to is work higher level. Them. They, you know, if you get into a system where that's possible and with Daniel Jones, you'd like to think they're going to do that a little more. And he started doing that a little more. Um, I could, I can feel better thinking about that and knowing I'd be, I'd be fine with it. Yeah. And the, he does also, I say Calvin Ridley, there's also on a high end, he's gotten uh Stefan Diggs comps. He's from the same, he's from like a town over from Stefan Diggs, I believe. Um, he models his game after him. So, you know, obviously that's the high upside version of that, but mm-hmm. he was also mm-hmm. kind of, you know, 5'11", six-foot, skinnier guy, um, obviously a little bit bigger than Addison. But, um, Sarge, anybody here that really catches your eye? I have, you know, one does for me, but I'll let you. <laughs> um, you know, I I honestly have to say, I at this point in time, like between the two, I think I would go with Forbes. Honestly, so you're, you're Forbes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, hang on. We got we got K sexy. If you guys don't follow uh KSI on Twitter, he's a great follow. K sexy in the chat for uh for uh NFL draft stuff. He's really knowledgeable on it. So he says here with Captain. Yeah, make sure you ask him. I'm sure he really would be excited if you asked him um doctor questions too. I'm just kidding. Don't do that to him. Cheers, buddy. Yeah. So, yeah, with yeah, he is a doctor. Um, with Kathleen and David, we think about not only getting vertical, but they clearly are trying to stretch things horizontally. It's why Addison and JSN are perfect fits, and I I agree. Um, I don't disagree. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I'll, so if, you know, one more guy I do want to just look at before we make a decision is I do think is interesting is Brian Breesy. Um, he is a he's not a guy who's had great production. In, co- in college, he's had injuries. Um, his, unfortunately, his little sister passed away this year, so that that you know influenced him. Uh, and he he wasn't necessarily in the best spot, but you know he's a five star recruit, and his athletic traits showed up the combine, and they pop on the field a hundred percent. So, I do think you know it's interesting with him, especially when you look at a guy like Leonard Williams who he's on the last year of his contract. Um, maybe if you make a move like this, you could think about trading a Leonard Williams and getting you know capital while you can now and move some money. That's something you're interested in. Or you roll with all three of them for the year, whatever it may be. But I think the comments that Shane said about not only looking for the needs this year, but looking at the needs you know in the following years, I think he's somebody who would, would fit the scheme very well. Would, well. One of the only guys that really could feel fitting that Leonard Williams role. Um, I don't love that he doesn't have the great production. 
I like that there's a I, I like that when you can explain it away and it's not just like, well, he'll figure it out eventually. But you know, he's had reasons for his struggles. So it makes me feel better he will figure it out. But um really high pass rush win rate. Um, you know, he was a guy who was looking at top ten, but he's kind of dropping. Um, but something you know, something to consider. But uh yeah, so I don't know. I want the you know chat has chimed in, but anybody in the chat. Go ahead and say who you want. If it's anybody here that we've said, we've discussed Forbes, Addison, Breesy, there's other ones. Um, and then we can all put in our votes and we'll just kind of make a decision. Me personally, um, I would take Jordan Addison here, but I'm good with going whatever whatever the majority wants to do. I second Jordan Addison. All right, let's roll it. Jordan Addison it is. Yep. Sal so, even... Yeah, Sal, as he loves four, I'm yeah. great. And like, if you know, I don't see Addison land here a lot, but I think he's a great fit. Um, if he wasn't here, Forbes has been my guy with a lot of these picks. So, um, and we got we got our Addison, Jesse. Um, so Giuseppe. Giuseppe. So, Giuseppe. So let's go and draft Jordan, runner of one of uh one of the fantasy leagues I do with Talking Giants, right there. Mm. All right, so okay, so we're here in the second round. We we were able to get our wide receiver, you know, our our top wide receiver moving forward in Addison. I think a lot of people would be happy about that. He's been a fan favorite. Um, we have some needs still. I mean, obviously, we want to look BPA. I'm going to scroll down a little bit. These can be funky. Um, some I'm just going to I'll go to the back up and I'll mention some guys who catch my eye here. Um, Darius Brush is good. He's a key going. He's across from Cam Smith. He's a, much more athletic, I and mean, he's also a very good player. Keanu Benton is a very yeah, good Darius player. Yeah, Darius Rush is a uh, actually, what is it, converted wide receiver. Um, is he? I didn't even know that. Wide, he played wide receiver early on, and I think his second year of college, he moved him from wide receiver to corner. Um, he's uh, uh, he's kind of that same. He's got it. it the, what did I hear? Um Dave Cybertson um, on the Giant Insider podcast um, com- basically compared to him is that he is um, Quentin Johnson from TCU if he was a corner. So he's mm. that same kind of – he's like a big bruiser corner, but he's got really good ball production skills. Um, I did see – we were scrolling yeah. down um, – uh, oh, you went just to corner because I also saw Luke Weichler. Oh, I have yeah, corner, I like Luke, I like I Luke Weichler a lot. D- defensive line and linebacker up right now, and we, we should have centers. Interior we, offensive line. Yep, yep. Um, I like yeah, Luke I, I like I like Weichler too. Um, I you know if we look, I'm gonna just look and just kind of see what we have coming ahead here at center because a lot of them look like they came off so. Olu is a player that I'm a big fan of, um, and Stromberg I also like, but those are really it for as far as Aaron. Stromberg's going to take some time to develop, and Weipler, we'll pull him up. Weipler's a technician. He's a very good player. Um, You know, he's not, like, the most outstanding offensive lineman all time. He's not, like, an athletic freak by any means, but he's undersized. He doesn't have that. Yeah. He doesn't have that same level level of like, uh, God, 
I'm trying to remember the comp. The is it the same level Tyler of Linderbaum? athleticism as Oluwatimi? Like Oluwatimi can like bear like you not moving him, right? He gets his hands on you and he's gonna show you know he's gonna move you where he wants you. You're not gonna be able to push him back. Wipler was um a lot is was fairly effective in um in uh Ohio State's zone running scheme because he can um he can pull really well. Um, yeah. Um, and like he's a better version of John Feliciano. So like the stuff we had Feliciano doing this year, Wipler can do all that, but better. Yeah. So when yeah, they do that kind of their... zone running and pulling when the center pulls and he can get to the second level a lot faster than, you know, Feliciano can and, and stuff like that. So I, I mean, I haven't watched a ton of, I did watch a, a bunch of Ohio state games, but again, you're not really paying attention to the center well, play. You're, you're watching Marvin Harrison jr. A lot of guys <laughs> catch your eye there. Sure. Yeah. Well, you have but, to remember too, like I, you know, you know what game I did pay attention to that offensive line because I thought they were going to get absolutely murdered is in the national championship game, and he absolutely, nope. I, I don't know if he, I would use the word dominated Jalen Carter, but he nope. made Jalen Carter a non-factor in most of that game, and the yeah. only times that um, Jalen Carter even touched CJ Stroud is when a play broke down where. CJ Stroud left the pocket and, and kind of had to scramble around where they kind of got around on the back end. Yeah. He probably didn't great, get graded the best in that game because you are he was facing the best athletes in the country. But mm-hmm. he made a difference, and they made it a point to talk about that. When they did use the run game, as, as Mayhem was talking about, as Sarge was talking about, they legit kind of got their chunk pieces on a lot of zone read runs. And I, I really was impressed with him. Um they brought it to to the attention of the audience, and then I kind of started to watch, you know, most of the game. And I think Giuseppe was talking about uh, round two center this year that'd be a, like a bad, uh, you know, there's like a value there because I, I agree with that. Like I, I don't think I don't think if you if you draft Weipler here, he's starting day one. Like I like right. we talked about, he's a technician. He's only going to get stronger. He's he's undersized right now, as you know, coming out of college, like 300 pounds, which is crazy. But you know, get him in a, in one off season program. He's gonna be at three twenty five. You know what I mean? Like he's gonna he's probably yeah. not gonna lose any of his agility. I, I I like him there. Like yeah, is he is he Tyler Lindebaugh? No, but you know, is he as athletic as Oli? No, but I mean, think about the draft profile. Think about some of the guys they picked last year where we were like, why? It's 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 their the thought process of like who they feel feel fits their scheme better than mm-hmm. what the fans or what the 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 folks um you know around like you know giants twitter feel like is the sure thing like i think they want dependable guys and i don't think you can get more dependable than than uh than luke wempler yeah i i agree with you i think he's a very reliable player um i think he's somebody who will help hold down the middle and you know he's a i think it's a pretty safe choice i don't know like i think there's other guys that i would hope who could be here could offer more bpa upside i'm going to Go ahead and like look because there's you know some great corner right. choices they they uh was brought up in the chat. Um, I don't know if they're left. And Julius Brent is here, so that is an interesting one. And what what was the other one? It was um uh Turner Garrett and Williams Turner from Michigan, and, and he's coming off and DJ Turner. So that's an interesting one. So let's look at those. So Garrett Williams will look as well. So 
Let's start with DJ Turner. DJ Turner is a really interesting upside pick here. Um, he's, you know, 5'11", 178, which is solid size for a corner. What I've gotten when I looked at DJ Turner is he isn't necessarily the most instinctive guy in the world, um, but he is a freak athlete and it shows up on tape. It's I've heard com- comparisons of like, He's like a tired kill on defense type of athleticism. Like, I mean, the dude ran like a four two seven and jumped like 40 inches in the vertical. Um, I know, you know, it's Chris Sims, whatever it was, but he had him as his number two corner. He also had, you know, Kellen Mond as his like number two quarterback. So you take it for what it is. But I do yeah. like Chris Sims is Chris Sims is number two uh in his household. Like I don't think his dad has him as a yeah. as, as number one in his mock draft. So uh Chris Sims you know, isn't even the best quarterback in his house. Um he sure has, but, certainly has finessed his way into a broadcasting role but I'll tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. Um is it is PFF for who who people are asking. Um but yeah if um anybody has anything they want to add to DJ Turner in the chat. I'll go ahead and I'll put it up on the screen. But I also want to jump over to Julius Brents is another interesting one um, that was brought up. And he this guy is a 6'3", 200-pound yeah. corner. He's a very, very big guy. I think he, um, he ran very quickly. He had a very good 40 time. I'm, I'm not seeing it right here if they have it here, but – he, you know, he he definitely can be a little bit tight in the hips. Um, so you know, that can sometimes be a trouble for man coverage. Worries he ran, me. He ran but, a four um, four five three at the combine. Okay, yeah. So and, and I mean, I think he had a pro day, and it was four four seven. So you know, within within the range of of same. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so, solid numbers. Um, you know, that size is definitely rare in a corner as, you know, he's definitely, he's definitely a pretty polished guy. Um, he is definitely not somebody who you uh, have to w- worry about being a developmental guy. Like you, people thought like a Tariq Woolen who really just came onto the scene, yeah. but thought is that he would have to develop. This guy would definitely come in and be able to contribute right away. He's, he had some uh, good, a good career over in the big 12 Kansas state. So, you know, that's and you know, at some point you gotta worry where, you know, with like center, maybe it's something you get with like Olu or Stromberg or you know, a round or two from now, cornerback might start to drop off. And it's how important is that to you to have a guy right now? Um, and then uh, yeah, and the, we'll look at one last guy and then we'll try to uh make a decision here is Garrett Williams and Garrett Williams definitely doesn't have the best numbers here. But if you, he, from what I've heard, what I've seen is that he wasn't necessarily put in the best situation to win. He was put in a, uh, a zone coverage scheme and he's really the man guy. And they, you know, they, they described that here, I think pretty well, if I remember, um, you know, he, you know, he's top five in this class of mirroring ability alone. Like I said, the rest is a work in progress. Um, and, you know, you really you can match receivers every move. He's a great starting point from a corner. He's an outside guy. You, you know, they're saying the one thing you can really use is uh, you know more of that dog in him. But uh, as from that cliche, but he is they they say he's very similar to Devon Witherspoon. Um, but yes, and you know, brought up as I was a big fan of him, but 
he is coming off an ACL injury, which does worry me. Um, so, you know, I, I, that's a risk here around two. Round three, I might feel a little bit be- better about. But round two, personally, that worries me a little bit. Um, and one thing mentioned, too, an advantage of Turner over Brent, if we were to go corner here, is Turner does have inside-out flexibility. So, you know, um, you know Brent's only boundary, and that is something that we talked about, uh, that Shane was talking about, was having guys that can play everywhere. Talking about a wide receiver, talking about it at a corner. Versatility is important to them. So, um, yeah, with all that said, um, I personally, I, I think my vote is probably for DJ Turner. Um, but I, I like, I really could make a case for any of these guys. I'm really close in all of them. What about you guys? And feel, feel free to make your pick in the chat, guys, whoever you guys want. Go ahead, Sarge. Yeah, I'm just looking at some of the I'm, – I'm, I'm reading some of the chat here. Um, Sal doesn't want us to pick Wipler here because he wants us to pick Oluwatimi in the third. And I – because we talked about it last week, Sal. Um, you know what? Um, and he also brings up a good point because if, if you don't take a quarterback here, the numbers are going to go down considerably. So, I mean – So two votes for Brent in the chat. Yep. Winkies in that size, so yeah. One vote from Turner for me. I would say, I would say Turner. All right, smooth. Um, what do you got? What are you thinking? Do you want me to go back to anybody? Um, I'm thinking right now. I, 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 no, I, I think for me, I'm going, um, I think everyone kind of makes a compelling argument about Brent's. Um, I, I like his size. I think I think maybe they look at this as a, a do-over because they could have had Tariq Woolen last year. Um, he'd be certainly nice to have in, in, in the fold already. Um, you know what I mean? So I think um, I think I'd go uh, Brent's. All right. Well, all right. So it looks like we got a couple more Turners. This was a really close one between Brent, Brent and Turner. I think Turner won by two, but it was pretty close to 50-50. So let's just go ahead and rock Turner on this one and move on. But yeah, some good, good, good talks. I didn't even, you know, see those guys right away, and those guys are always off the board by round three. So despite them being a little bit further down on this PFF board, they do come off pretty quickly. So, so who do we pick? We got Turner. The you know between chat and us, DJ Turner got the most votes, so we went with that one. So fuck you, chat. Now we got <laughs> <laughs> now now we got wide receiver and cornerback off the board. I'd say our two biggest needs. Um, you you know, ve- I'd be a very I'd be very happy with that return. I mean, Turner is a total physical freak, like athletically. Well, and Addison is just a technician. They're almost I like guess we found Dave other. Gettleman's burner account. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, where are we at? What's all right, next? so we're here around three. Um, take a look at some of the top guys on the board. Garrett Williams is still here. This is, you know, we just went corner, so I don't necessarily know if I want to go that route, but that is where I'd feel more comfortable taking Garrett Williams. Um, we got uh, Jomo. From Tennessee, go with defensive line. 
What'd you uh, call him? Ajoma, Ajo- right? Is that right? Fucking with you, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I don't know. Uh, I watched some Texas, <laughs> but <laughs> Overshone, Overshone is a re- another good player from Texas. Um, Tajay Spears. I don't really necessarily want to go running back here, but that is an option. Um, Ivan Pace. Um, let's just let you know. Let's look at some of these. Let's look at some of these positions that we need. Let's uh, let's look interior offensive line. So, you know, we if we don't want to mess with Olu going any further, let's just go ahead and take a look at him now. I know this is Sal's guy. If you want to drop any of your opinions on him in the chat, Sal, I'll go ahead and put him on the screen. But uh, a very solid player. Um, to, you know. I've talked to Sal a lot about him. He's a he's a really big fan of Olu. He thinks he could potentially be the best center in this class. Um, I know he was he talked to some people in the who are good about scouting the offensive line who are very think very strongly of Olu. Um, uh, he you know he has three years. I mean, look at these snaps at center: nine hundred and seventeen, nine hundred and ten, seven hundred and eighteen. You know, if you talk about experience. At yeah. a position, that's 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 an insane amount of experience. Um, there you go. So yeah. he says, "Oh, is my guy since since UVA and at Michigan, told technician and a five o'clock guy." So, um, you know, this this guy stays stays in the building, works works his ass off, and is just a technician. I definitely would be on board with taking him won every college football award imaginable as of right now um and look we got more this is definitely who i'm leaning toward i think he has to be centering you basically only have olu and Jarrett patterson left who can start neither are going to be there around four and it's true and like like uh, ricky stromberg who i mentioned like he's not going to start for you week yeah, one no. most likely. ricky stromberg is a project guy he may mm-hmm. start after the bye week um, but up until if then, you lucky. have Bet- Bredesen or um, Shane Lemieux as your center. I think it's a. I think it's pretty foregone conclusion at this point, man. I think Olawatimi is our guy. You know what? Yeah, let's not Hold waste on. our time. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Everything else, right? We can still get four, five, six, seven. What do you and got? What do you got, Smooth? I'm not. I'm not. I have nothing against this dude. If we pick him here, I'm getting off the shelf. No, I'm kidding. I, I really don't have an issue, but I mean, what's his? Do you, he's, you think he's going to go in between right now and pick 128? Like, do you think he's gone? I do. Uh, I think that there is a strong chance he's gone. I think you can't count on him being there. I think that there's a chance he could be there, but I don't think it's a strong chance. Okay. Because well, I'm also looking at who's who's picking. So, right. uh, well, Sexy says that neither him and uh, Olu or Jarrett Jarrett Patterson, the guy who's like a guard but also can play center for Notre Dame, isn't going to be there in round four. And he is a yeah. doctor, so that's I will true. Have to def- I I concur with you, K Sexy. Uh, I think so, we pick Oli. I agree. I'll, I'll make. I'll just put a point. A couple guys out as an early feeler. I won't even dive into them. We'll see if they're still there. You know, we still do need linebacker. Overshawn's a very good player. Ivan Pace is small, but he was one of the best players in college football this year. Love Ivan Pace. Yep, very I love good. him. I, if he's really if he's there in the fourth round, 
Yeah, yeah. I'm. All, I, I would be fighting for him. No Sewell, very good Mike guy. I don't necessarily think he's high upside, but he's a strong Mike. And Owen Papo, um, if you're okay with Okereke playing Mike, he can fly. He's fly man. He's a will guy. Um, I'm actually a big fan of uh, was that Henry Two or Two? Oh, and Two Two. He's a very very good player too. He's so, a yeah. really good linebacker. We could hope that one of these one of these linebackers are there because there's a lot of them. So I think we'd be more comfortable with that. So yeah, let's go ahead. We had a lot of people in the chat who are also on board. We seem pretty strongly. So let's just go Olu and let's see who's available next round. Hopefully some of those linebackers are around. Do it. Do it. Too. All right. A lot has come off the board here. Um, let's go back and go see how much that got ravaged. All right. So, wow. All right. A lot. Nope, don't want any of those guys. There is one guy. And it depends on how you feel about Okereke playing the mic because he's not—he's done mic, but it's not so just a traditional position. This guy, Owen Papo, he—this guy ran like a four-three-nine at linebacker. He's fast. Yeah, he is—he yeah. you know has a ton of experience. He—he he flies around the field. He definitely has some experience as a co- as a coverage guy. Um, he does not miss a lot of tackles, as you can see here. Um, so he is definitely, I think he's a high upside guy. I mean, look, I mean, look at this grade he got versus Alabama, you know, cream of the crop right there. Um, I know that, Sal is, a, that is a rivalry Alabama. game. Just saying yeah. rivalry games, you tip, typically play above your, your head. That's true. I just, That's a fair you know, point. if you look at the consistency, consistency level against Georgia, a non-rivalry game, better mm-hmm. better team, 48.2. So, yeah, you know, you're going to level up. Yep, that's true. No, I, I think I think the numbers trending in the right direction is a good thing for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Sal is in, so, I mean. He, is, he was a Feldman freak, Freaks guy. Um, that's a great list. Sorry, check it out on Athletic. But, yeah, so I, I think it's – I don't know who, who else I would really want here at linebacker. But it's he's definitely not as much of a like a like you know running in like Olu was or so or even any of our picks I felt pretty a lot more comfortable about them so let's you know let's look at some of our needs here um, and then we can just scroll down the board what D lines left is a good question um, so Keandre, Keandre uh, Coburn I believe he is a very good athlete um, he. He, I, I don't have his numbers on hand, but I believe he is a very good athlete. Um, you know, if you look at as far as the PFS numbers, he's you know very strong pass rush grades. You have, um, you know, pass rush, all this, all his pass rushing, very solid run, run, run stopping grade. And from what I remember, he's a very good athlete. Here, we got a good write up here. Um, say how where he wins, he wins with leverage. Um, he gets underneath people, so they, they do say he's a nose. Obviously, you want to keep Dex there, but you've seen his yeah. pa- pass rushing. You know, maybe it's something where you think he might be able to play. You know, one of those three, four defensive ends, or you know, move around the line. Uh, it's like consistency is his he, biggest issue. And I'll be honest, yeah. I haven't like done a lot. You know, I, you know, I'm, I'm a West Virginia fan, so I see a lot of Big Twelve football, but I haven't really done a lot of like tape on this guy, so I don't know a ton about him. They have him as a fourth rounder, so the fits right. Um, this guy I am a big fan of is Jonah, Jonah Teve. He is, I mean, if you look as PFF gray alone, 
this guy is elite in a lot of categories. Obviously, does not playing the same level of competition as uh, Govern, but uh, he is. I believe he had. Oh, he has already twelve sacks this year, ten sacks last year. I believe this is a guy who could play that that three four defensive end really well for us. He's elite grades in almost everything. Um, I think he's being underlooked. He's, you know, he's a smaller guy. He's only six foot, but he's, you know, 290 pounds. I, I think he'd be a strong fit at, uh, at a three, four defensive end. Uh, we got a suggestion here. We got, yes, sir. I, I, Hey, Monty, I concur about, um, the guy that plays at San Diego state. Um, he reminds me of like a poor man's, um, Kalaji Kansi, who's going to go in the first round out of Pittsburgh. Exact yeah, same no. build, explosive off the line, um, like in that Aaron Donald mode where he's he's. I mean, they list him at six foot, but that motherfucker's five eleven. He's yeah. he's small, but he's about two ninety three hundred pounds, and he moves well. I think I think he'd be quick off the line. It'd be a, it'd be a an interesting kind of like change up to what they have, right? If you have, yeah. you know, you gotta Jesse like those guys who are who are who are built like a like a cement block like a yeah. bowling not ball tall, like he but literally is big. a bowling ball yeah let's see let's see if i can get i'm just gonna check his if i can get his arm length real quick because that is also really important with these guys because you know it's you like an aaron donald had like very good arm length i'm not Seeing it off the top of my span, so let's just go back. But yeah, so I agree. I think he. This is a guy who I would be really hyped about getting. I'm gonna go ahead and bring up uh, Abdullah, who was brought up in the chat. Six one two forty, ran a sub four five thirty seven expert and ten sacks for Louisville. So you know, sitting here. In the fourth round, there's a lot of good guys in this draft, man. We're looking at a lot of very good people right here. Look at this. Wow, look at this this pass set, pass rush grade. Look at this. All these guys. If you're talking about, like, you know, bringing back the old Giants and getting, you know, a rotation of great pass rushers, um, I have not done a lot of look on this guy. Um, I I very much trust KSIXI's opinion on these guys. yeah, I mean, and I love that production. Nine sacks last year, 11 sacks this year. I love to see it more in one year. Like, being able to do it back-to-back years yeah. and getting a sack, that translates. It really does. You look at, uh, I think one of the best examples of that was, um, uh, what's what's his name from, he's in the Colts now. He started in the Jaguars. He flirted with coming here. Um, somebody will remind me in chat, I'm sure, but. You know, he had he was at Michigan. He had a lot of good uh, sack. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Uh, He's also got three clock. batted passes this year, too. That's 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 a Giants thing right there. Yeah, that's a thing. Um, yeah, let's, let's do it. Do Pull it. All right, all right. Let's go ahead. Send the ticket. Let's go ahead and just everybody. Yannick oh, Ngakwe. Thank yeah, you. K sexy got it. Yannick Ngakwe. Thank you. Thank you. He had very good sack production and. In college, and you look at him since he came to the NFL, he's never had less than eight sacks. There's consistency shows with that type of stuff, and it tends to translate. I know Bucky Brooks is big on that, but um, it's tough. Honestly, Do I kind of got sold a little bit of Abdullah. I don't know, but where's, where's the chat at? I know we have um, 
I think we have two votes for for Papo between uh, yeah. Soto and Sal. This isn't a um, democracy. Oh, it is though. We're 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 in we're no, in some room. There's no GM here. We're doing this together. <laughs> what are we? Are which are which we one the is, Packers which one of these all of a sudden? In the chat yeah, is. we're the Packers. <laughs> which one of these assholes in the chat is Dave Gettleman? That's what I want to know. I'm trying, to <laughs> so, trying to sabotage the whole thing. I mean, we got Sal on camera finally, so I'm pretty whoever, sure he's not Dave Gettleman. Whoever told us is telling us to get running back. There's nobody yet, so I don't think he's here. Mm. <laughs> that's that. That's the trap. Um, who do you guys think though? Are you are you guys on Abdullah? I think I'm with good Abdullah. with Abdullah, man. All right. Unless we Bring have back any, the big blue wrecking with, crew. That's what I, I want. I think with with uh considering this little su- suggestion by uh I'm gonna call you K sexy because that's too hard to do it. I'm gonna stick with the, the New York Revival Absolutely. one. <laughs> um and we got another one, Abdullah. Yeah, let's just go ahead and pull it off. So Abdullah, that's like four and, Abdullahs. We're good. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna bring back the pass rushing here and you know hopefully aziz you know comes back to what he was and we just have a full crew there all right Stack so up. let's look at some of the positions we missed here um let's see hey man just ct fans there we go we got some we got we got three people who are lived part of their life in connecticut at some point here That's right. Yep. Married in love, the dirty den. Shout out. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm a Shelton right now, home of uh, Dan Orlovsky. <laughs> nice. Does he live there? That's where I am now. Yeah. It wasn't New Haven, but I'm a Shelton now. Or currently, are you like outside his home? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm doing this from a shed. Dan, <laughs> come on our podcast. <laughs> He's in Orlovsky's shed right now. Yeah. Um, I don't know about any of you guys. Um, I'm, nobody's really catching my eye at linebacker, so let's you know let's keep moving. Maybe that defensive lineman we're talking about. So he is Tebe. I know we did a lot of talk about him earlier. I'm still a big fan of his. He would give us a pass rushing defensive lineman. That would probably be my vote. Um, but let's you know let's go back. Anybody in the chat has anybody want to call out? Say let's do a little scroll down. Ooh. As a West Virginia guy, mm, I'll, 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 I'll put my face for Ford Wheaton. We already, um, dude, have, check. Have wide I'm, I'm with you. You know, he is speed 6'4, 221 pounds. This guy ran, ran, it's like a 439. He has agility. Mm-hmm. He was jumping about 40 inches. No, nope. this- he's taller than 5'11. We can't draft him. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> no, no, we have, we have Hodgins. We, there is, there is a place for it. Um, but yeah, and we have, we, we have Sills here. Sills is tall. He's from West Virginia. It was the, it, it fits, fits it. <laughs> um, watch your mouth. No, that's, uh, <laughs> that's not a good selling point. Mike. Hey, Hey, Come Hey, on. all right. I'm just taking the case that, that we would take him. but no, he is, he was the alpha wide receiver for him. We had terrible quarterback play at West Virginia, but, and he does have some drop issues here and there. It's not like anything that's, I think, uh, wrong with his talent or anything he just i think it's one of those situations where you're looking at what your next move is o- odell had some of these issues occasionally where so here's an interesting question that nobody brings up when they talk about when they talk about uh wide receiver drops yeah how much of it is is on the wide receiver 
and or how much of it is on bad quarterback play and ball placement? Like ah. there's there's like there's sometimes that you look you're watching you're watching this and you see a wide receiver drop a pass, and they call it a drop because it hit part of his hand, but it's like, is was that a duck? And he just couldn't like, like I like there's only so much that you're gonna sell out for for a ball you know yeah like, it's that, really it's, where is it like it's a i suppose you have to really kind of dive into film for that is like is that was that a bad throw or is that like was he trying to catch it up against his body and that with his hands or or yeah whatever? and you'll see drop numbers different depending on the source because of that there is some gray area of that type mm-hmm. of stuff so but i know personally from watching ford wheaton he does have like they're usually just like like he's looking to make the next move and it bounces off his hands and it goes straight up in the air type of thing, which is oh, so it's good. the Evan Ingram, it's the Evan syndrome. Ingram syndrome exactly, oh. which is then the worst. But still I still not selling me on this. Yeah, one, I'm I'm giving the I'm watching Let's, fans, let's so go I back. Let's see what time. other wide receivers we've got available. Let's but, let's keep him in our back pocket. Let's see what but else he we is. Got. He I'll I'll give you one last case for. He's one of like he's one of the best 50-50 guys in college football. He goes up for it, and he like he will come down with it. He's big body, he's fast. I think there is a place for him. But you know, let's take a look. Um, hey, cheers! Thanks for joining us, bud. Okay, I sexy. Pre- thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it. Appreciate your insight. But yeah, let's go ahead and look. I know there were some calls for more wide wide receiver looking. So let's see what's here. Um, Wix is good. Um, that guy. Heard- that guy is. That he, he's had I watched film on him. He has some crazy catches. Mm-hmm. He's a highlight reel, but oof, I do not like him. What I'm seeing here, nine drops. I don't want him at all. I haven't done a deep dive, but I have seen highlights. Is really where, but yeah, I am not no liking that as much as what I have seen with him that was flashed. Yikes. Um, uh, I'm 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 not sold. I mean. I don't get caught up in the schools they play for, but I do get caught up in like the systems they play for. And was in Virginia football from a from an offensive perspective, unless it's a running back or an offensive lineman, maybe a tight end, but wide receiver, no, thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's Monty let's... go back to wide receiver for a second. I was yeah. Um, Ronnie Bell, Dante Demas Jr. had a pretty good combine. I remember I wrote. Him down. He's another one of the, the all the the terps who showed up. The wide receivers, yeah, in the corners, they, they went all off. had really really good 12. combines. Not, not quite. It seems similar with like the with the Bryce Paul Wheaton with the big big athletic guy. Um, I know they had a uh, Rakeem Rakeem Jarrett was also a really good um receiver there. He had kind of a down year, but uh, trying to see who else we had. Let's see. Um. To see if anybody pops off at that's we got corner. We got see if we safety is still a need for us. Anybody pops off there? I see some guys that interest me, but um, all right. Interior offensive. Oh yeah, Sal's right on the same page. I need to see that. Yes. What what safeties and cornerbacks are left? I don't know if you see anybody. Sal, shout it out if you have anybody that. You think would be worth picking here? Uh, it's not. I mean, from a not... name perspective, Carrington Valentine's my guy. I'm not gonna lie. To oh you. yeah, from na- for a name draft, all in. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But and then interior offensive line, I think, is still worth a look. Let's see if there's anybody here. Um, Juice Scruggs. Juice Scruggs is a. I've heard a lot of talk about him as far as center talk. Um, yeah. All yeah. Right, so. Juice, Juice Scruggs. I, I've done a little bit of research on him. I, I like him. I just, you know. But we already picked Oli, and I don't really know if we need yeah. another guy unless he can nah. play guard, you know? Yeah, I was, like, looking at, like, Voorhees, who, you know, he tore his ACL at the, the combine, but he was a guy who I would have considered, <clears> like, round two. If he was here because of his ACL, I would have considered him. But, um, yeah, I'm – right, I don't know about you guys. I'm between two people right now. I like Bryce Ford Wheaton, and I like – um. I like Teve, if you remember, the really good pass rushing, smaller defensive lineman. I know we have a vote from Sal. I'm probably butchering his name, by the way. Um, But with Teve, one vote for him. Anybody else chime in at this or anybody else we talk about, feel free. Those who I'm thinking personally, and you guys obviously say who you want. Uh, Rabalds. Take a look. Who do you guys? Who do you guys thinking? Who the fuck is that? Damn. I like Bryce. I like Bryce Ford Wheaton. I'm in. Bryce Ford Wheaton. I could definitely sell myself on Ford Wheaton. I'd be happy with that. What about yeah, you? That's not a hard Come on, West Virginia. You, yeah, boy. Come on, I, maybe I should switch my. No, I'm switching my vote. I gotta go with my guy. I'm with you, Ford Wheaton. What about you, Sarge? Let's go. I will. I will acquiesce to the group on this one since we got Ola with Timmy already. Let's. Go ahead and draft your West Virginia wide receiver. Uh, we did get two two Teves in the chat, but so you really could have won either way. You were the cider there, Sarge, but you went you <clears> went <throat> with my boys. So sticking with me, I we're like gonna it. go. We had all big blue beers vote first one here, and we're getting Bryce Ford Wheaton, and we got or you know one thing you did talk about though, smooth earlier is you were worried about you know, size and developmental into an X. If you want to talk about a guy who might, you might be able to look down the line and become that guy. Bryce Ford Wheaton's got that type of upside. So, you know, I now grab Tavi. Like oh, Tavi. Do we, there he is. Now, Tavi's right there. Get Boom. him now. That's quick. Get him now. Yeah, I don't Do think we need to talk. We're, we've gone, spent a lot of time anyway. That's a good one right there. All right. We got Tavi. Fantastic. Everything worked out for the best guys. <laughs> we work. We're having a killer mock draft right now. Stetson um, Bennett. Stetson Bennett. <laughs> Stetson I, Bennett. I will not be voting, but I need some help from the chat here, though, because I know these guys are Stetson Bennett. Time. Um, Two-time national champion. Championship. 75 Stetson Bennett. Stetson I, I will, Bennett. I will make my case here. Mohamed Ibrahim. Done. Yep. One, no, yeah, that like guy one, is an animal. Third, third in the country animal. in the after contact. I think at this point in the draft – when we're looking at, you know, he's 5'8", 203. He's so shorter, but he's, you know, a more stout guy. Um, he's an older prospect. Really? He's only 5'8"? Yeah, apparently. He looks so much bigger in the combine. But, you know, said. I think we, we uh, look at the running backs here. Says you know, I'm, I'm not a big Eric Gray fan. I think he really underperformed. Um, and they really kind of all came off. Evan Hole, I do like, um, but... I like Ibrahim. No, I say like, out of that, out of the out of the group that's left, Ibrahim is is the guy. Yeah, um, and mm. yeah, and then yeah. Because was, last time I checked, last time I checked, Brandon Jacobs is not in this year's draft. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And his you know, son might be Mark, soon, though. <laughs> yeah, but he Marshall plays offensive and line, and I'll I'll grab him when he comes out. Yeah, I'll go Ibrahim because I think we can get Stetson Bennett in the next next pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna make my case for a different <laughs> one to the chat. We can get Stetson Bennett in our, with our last pick. What are you talking about? No, uh, somebody we already took Hendon Hooker. All right, so we got, your, you got our running back uh, to you know, help. Stetson help. Bennett, let's go. All right, if we're talking quarterbacks here, I'm going to make my case after this. So go go ahead, guys. The Stetson Bennett Club, tell us why we should take Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett is the two-time national championship back-to-back ships, Georgia Bulldogs. I don't care if he's 25. I don't give. You know what that means? That means the guy has been playing football for a while. He's he's a fully formed human being. He is a pro's pro. The guy can do everything that you need a quarterback to do. Very good PFF number. We have what? How many quarterbacks do we currently have on the roster? <laughs> Two, right? You need a you need a yes, Stetson Bennett. Is a You're a receiver. slot receiver, Sal. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What what no, about I'm, what about you? Smooth? Make your case. Years old. He comes into the league ability to rent a car. So that's that's really important to me. Um, that's important. To, it's a very big threshold when you get to that point to be able to have, to be able to do that. Um, the other thing is, why? Why in, in particular, if, if he was there in the seventh round, there mm-hmm. is literally no downsides to drafting him here. In particular, with the draft that if this if we were in charge and the people that we've already kind of have in place, I feel like we feel like we filled every hole, almost every hole possible, right? Um, mm-hmm. Absolutely no downside to picking him here. If we wanted to, we could let go of Tyrod Taylor and have him as a backup because he yeah. is an older guy. You know, he's gonna he came into us. He's gonna be in a system that he's the the the, the stage isn't gonna be too big for him. The the dude I, I said this to to Sarge after Stetson Bennett won the national championship in Georgia for the second time. Herschel Walker almost won a Senate seat. If Stetson Bennett ran for Congress or governor in Georgia in 10 years, he wins by a landslide. The dude has that fuck you, I don't care mentality. Like mm-hmm. he's already he's already on a winning lottery ticket. Like he can yep. he would play with kind of a reckless abandon. And I love that. Like I think there's a there's a case we made that if he gets it the right opportunity, he could be successful in the NFL. And to get him in the seventh round as like an insurance policy. He's Brock Purdy yeah. 2.0 with a better arm and, and, and in my opinion, a little, a little more wiggle in his game, and he can run a little bit. So right. that's that's so why I'm going with him. Run. Think, He's a mobile quarterback. Brock with a fair a fair argument there. So Monty, um, Monty, think about it this way, okay? When DJ went out in the Bears game, was Tyrod Taylor came in, mm-hmm. he got hurt, threw an interception. Did a spin move and then got a concussion. And we had Saquon Barkley in the Wildcat because we didn't have a third quarterback. Okay. Tyrod Taylor is not a durable backup. Stetson Bennett is our guy. Push right. the button. You got your West Virginia hey, wide receiver. Got, yeah. Give me my Georgia Bulldog. Hey, I I'll I'll let it happen, but I need to make my also, case for my guy. Also, here's the thing. We have to have more Bulldog than Duke players 
on the Giants. Oh, God, yeah. Right now, we're four and four. (laughs) Give me a bulldog. We missed Darnell Washington. We missed Nolan Smith. Give me my bulldog. All right, I just got to give you the case for my one guy. And you same thing. You guys, I'm going to go quarterback just like you guys. Just like you guys. I'm going to go quarterback just like you guys. Dorian Robinson Thompson. He's played four years at UCLA, five-star recruit coming out of college. He had a one of the highest miles per hour thrown at the combine in NFL history. Guy throws absolute bullets. He is one of the most athletic QBs in the country. He is a leader. He is just totally fits the system with trying to get the athletic quarterback that can that can back up DJ. Whole reason that we brought in Tyrod Taylor in the first place was to get the athlete who can run the system. He has ridiculous agility, ridiculous stop-start ability, and I think he actually offers upside. I think there's a chance that with his arm strength and his speed, he potentially could develop into something. But the worry is his deep ball. That's what I would say the biggest thing is. He doesn't really have a deep ball. He really just puts everything (laughs) in a line. He doesn't throw things with arcs. Um. So, so let me first. let me ask you a question. Um, how many? You a dog. How how many national championships has he won? <laughs> Probably win just as many if he played for Georgia. No, no. You think how many so? has he won? I think so. He doesn't no. have any. I don't okay. think that sense. That's Bennett, Bennett has two. Give me my bulldog. I want. Give me the bulldog. I don't. I don't disagree that. Uh, there would probably be a myriad of guys that could come in and and win games for Georgia, but let's be honest. You got to give like we when we do that, we kind of essentially just go, well, anybody could have done that. Like I, I don't agree with that. The guy throws a good ball. He manages the game well. He is a better athlete than people give him credit for because he's short and white. So everyone automatically goes, well, he's you know sneaky fast. Yep. Uh, so, That's my favorite. You know, I love I love it when they they give you those little modifiers. It's like of course he's sneaky sneaky fast. Okay, he, it means he's white. Oh, he's a gym rat. Uh, yeah, gym rat. Coach's son. Coach, um, yeah. Those are my favorites. And I'm not saying you're doing that, Monty, but like I feel like that's always been the label. So then we get enamored with the guy like Dorian Thompson, whatever the fuck his name is, because he, you know, he's got a bigger arm and he's got more like athleticism. It's like, does he really? Like, who cares? Like, who gives a shit? It's the seventh round. Like, if, yeah. I, if, if we're you, talking to, if about you told big me. Arm and athleticism, we might as well just. we. We might as well just draft Max Duggan. Max Duggan really was that big of an arm, but because we know he can take a punch. That's yeah. true. But let me ask you a question, Monty. Okay, if you had to choose, gun to your head, your life is on the line, and you have Stetson Bennett on the Giants next year, or mm-hmm. you have Dorian Thompson, what's his name, Robinson. Thompson Robinson, mm-hmm. to win one game, you're telling me that you pick Dorian Thompson Robinson over Stetson Bennett. I think Dorian Thompson Robson would fit the offense we want. No, 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 no. That's not what I asked. I said if you had to win a game for you to save your own life, who's your quarterback? I think with <laughs> I think if I had to go on one on one week, not enough time to change the offense, I would run with Dorian Thompson Robinson. 
No, you just died, man. It's I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say anyway, condolences. I, to my I think family. I think I'll lose my co-hosts if I don't take sense of Bennett here. So I'm just gonna go ahead and take <laughs> go with you guys take sense of Bennett. So, but I had to make my my case because I love DTR. Um, I think, like I said, same case, seventh round. You know, there's no downsides or whatever. That's just that, just that's you my just guy. wanted another guy with three three names. That's what you wanted. You just wanted another <laughs> guy with three names. That's yeah, true. I did get my three name guy already. All right. Anyway, let's get quarterback talk out of here. Because these guys all suck at this point, if we're being real. Never, none of them are going to play anyway, so it doesn't <laughs> even matter. Um, all right. So there actually is a guy. And if anybody who's been doing these PFFs uh, have seventh-round guys they want to make case for in the chat, have anybody, feel throw them out. I have one at four, you guys. I Actually, two here that I really like is uh, both safeties. Kayvon Merriweather. He, um, there, I'm, I, I had some stats up on him for it's really good, but he is, you know, he's a guy who can play man and zone as a safety. I really don't know why he's that low. When I watch, when I watch him, he seems like a good player. I mean, the Iowa hasn't necessarily translated the best to the NFL, but you go ahead, you know, we already have his teammate on our team. Uh, he's very, you know, very good coverage guy this year. Um, you know, first place in all of college football and passer rating allowed. Uh, for I, I, I don't know why he's going this far. I don't necessarily think he's going to be a stud or anything, but I think this guy could be a very good addition as a depth safety. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not even going to pretend that I know half the guys in the seventh round. After oh, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. After round five or six, I'm like, <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Uh, sure. Let's just go that one because we we'll, we have one more pick anyway to talk. So, um, the only other guy I was going to mention there, and um, there is this guy Christian Young. I don't know what he. Oof, he's pretty brutal here, but I don't know what he ended up running. But he is. He was on Bruce Feldman's freak list. He was supposed to be a guy that has like ridiculous athleticism, and he's one of those safeties that plays down in the box. You see, you know, two ninety four deep, three eighty seven. Um, so he's one of those Bach safety hybrids, um, like linebacker mm-hmm. safety hybrids. So it, Christian is you know, he ran a, he ran a four four. Okay, yes, I mean for I think two twenty eight. Yeah, almost two thirty. So he's I kind of like a tweener. I like that. See. Don't have Izzy in here. Sal doesn't look like it. Um, let's see. Um, Dude, pull, pull the trigger else. on your boy, your boy Christian. This guy is also interesting. You look here. Look, you're talking about defensive lineman death, one of the most expensive ones that's been been recently. You got, you know, Chattanooga, like you know, it's the lowest of low competition, but fourteen and nine stacks respectively. Um, you know, good run run defense and pass rush numbers. Uh, six three two ninety six. You know. I think that's a position that's been, you know, look what we just played Nacho to be here, who's just, you know, a solid, like, you know, as average of a, a defensive def- tackle as you can get just so we don't have a crappy player. I think that is a guy I'd be interested in. I suddenly obsessed with value. We want to go back to West Virginia. Well, Dante Sills, his father was was an NFL player. He was, you know, started nah, all four, four years. Um, he's, he's too he, close to – Sills, run, good it's run defender. Yeah, even, but but then we could no. change it to Stills Army. Yeah, I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> no, still don't draft him. 
I'll, and then I have one more. Actually, I have yeah. one more for you guys if you want. You know, we for some reason Ready? re-signed the worst punter in the NFL potentially, and there is a guy, Michael Turk here, who's number two all time in uh in, in college football history for average average Do uh, punts. Do it. Uh, TikTok sensation. Michael Turk, he had a whole TikTok series about kicking a ball do out of the it. All right, we'll do it. Michael Turk, that's a draft. Wow, I love it. That Let's see what we get graded on. Draft, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know why right. I say ladies. I know there's we no got, in here. They, they did got not like the, our day two, but <laughs> they loved your sense and get it pick. Best pick in the draft, oh, sense and Bennett. <laughs> hey, look at that. Right. Seriously, for we got an F for DJ Turner. Wow. Value. And a D minus. Because he's right. Yeah, like, I mean, like, like, yeah but hey, overall, it's a B minus. So, hey, that's a passing grade. Overall, is a B minus at the bottom. Look at that. It's yeah, an and their grades are all fucked up on some of these people. Olu and DJ. They don't Who like cares? Michigan. The Ohio really State cares. fans. They are, they're based out of Ohio, PFF, so they hate Michigan. We just figured it out. Mm. That, that must be it. There we go. <laughs> Totally. Um, but yeah, there we'll we go, go ahead and we'll go ahead and post this up on the Big Blue, uh, Big Blue Beards social media. But you know, thank you guys all for helping us go through this. That was fun. We Absolutely, that was a lot stuff. of fun, man. And maybe we'll do this at least one more time before the actual draft. Yeah. So, as it closer, look at the little scrolly bar at the bottom. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Hit the little bell if you want to get alerts for when we're uh, doing this weird shit on YouTube. So, for this week, we're going to wrap things up. Sal, Tone, K-Sexy, everybody else in the chat, thank you for swinging through. Thanks to Monty for running the show. Thanks to Big Smooth. For the Big Blue Beards, I am Sergeant Mayhem, and we are out the door. Peace. Hey, everyone.